It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Know-it-alls are less informed about the world than their peers. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by Canopy Credit Union. Well, of course, there's been a lot of talk over the last, you know, few weeks since Naomi Judd passed away where it just, it's just been a sad story and country music's been sad with Naomi passing. But they had her memorial service over the weekend, a couple hundred people in attendance. And one thing Naomi did that there's been a lot of talk now from Winona and Ashley saying she left behind one really great thing for us, which was a detailed plan of what she wanted at her funeral. She planned out her entire funeral. Okay. She said exactly from what she wanted, uh, you know, Dolly Parton to speak. Dolly spoke. Uh, of course, you know, they had to ask all these people, and all of them said yes. The Oak Ridge Boys sang. You're probably not going to request that from somebody who's going to say no. People that she had made great friends with over the years, yeah. and uh, they were all able to be there. Ricky Skaggs sang at the funeral. Uh, Vince Gill there was just you know, all these different singers that she had asked to do performances and what songs she wanted them to sing. And they said it really made it, there's a lot of grief and stuff going on during there and trying to plan a funeral and do it the right way is hard. And they say, man, a parent planning your funeral and telling what they want at the funeral really took away all the guesswork. She said, one thing we know for sure, mom got exactly what she wanted today. And that's pretty cool. I know it's not a fun conversation to have with your parents or anything, but it is one that makes a lot of sense, right? Where you're like, okay. And I know they push now for people to pay for their funerals in advance so that the family's not stuck with that bill, and that's become a thing. But I don't know how many people actually plan or say, hey, these are the three songs I want at my funeral. Because it seems morbid, but it also does take away a lot of the stress and grief of the family trying to figure out what to do, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's might be over-planning for me. I'm not going to go that far. I try to make it as easy as I can, I think, just, you know, decision-wise. But, man, planning the songs and all that? Holy I'm trying smokes. to make it as short as I can. Yeah, just like, okay. You go, make your go, funeral as short as possible. Go have some sandwiches. Possible. Yeah, go have sandwiches, make a laugh yeah, a little. Sure. Set up a TV with some video games. and Right. So have you ever thought about a song for your funeral? Um, nope. Okay. No, okay, because I haven't. I mean, someone, I have. someone plays Weezer for me and, I don't know, send my casket down a river. Because I will Ooh, tell can't you, do that. I, I have that's... said it. I, I mumbled it in my car one time to TC, and I said, man, i got to pass that on to my Why kids. Why are you telling him? To, uh, because we were listening to the song, and I said to him, I was like, this song needs to be in my funeral. Oh, my gosh. And I go, I, I need to tell my kids that. If you and ever said have. that to me while you were driving, I'd be like, pull over and let me out right now. Be, well, we were you... having a conversation about songs. I think we were talking about his dad passing. It was like a serious conversation, and we were talking about songs. So you didn't was, just blurt I it out. I think a song came on. No. A, a song came on that was about, I think maybe that made him think of his dad or something. He said something about it, and then I was like, oh, this song. And then I started talking about a song that I thought would be great at a funeral. That's better. I thought you just blurted it out but as I'm, you're driving along. You know what? I haven't told my kids, and I need to write it down and say, hey. This is a great song to play at my funeral. So, I, see, now I am on the complete opposite end of the spectrum on this, where 
I want the people here to choose the stuff that they think about yeah, with me for because sure. it will it will then solidify whether or not they in fact maybe I'll make it a game. It will solidify whether or not people knew me. I should leave an envelope with three songs that I think they'll play and they're not allowed to open it until after the funeral. I like is that. Done. I like that. And then they open it and they That's see if they great. got any of the songs right. One final game. I do like that a lot. So <laughs> that actually, if you don't do that, I'll kill you. <laughs> One final game. No, that is that is the ultimate Put way for wheel. you to do it too, because that is just you to a T. And that would be just wonderful. Yeah, I like them choosing more than me. Yeah, choosing. I want them. They're the ones that are there. Yeah. So you don't like that that she had it? No, I don't. Any of the songs? Because I will tell you, having planned a funeral before. It's it is hard sometimes, and I guess you pick songs that you you know knew meant a lot to you or whatever you think they'd be good. But I mean, I've had over the years, Jay. We get this a lot where people will send a text saying, "Hey, we're trying to think of some songs. Sure, yeah. What are some good country songs that would be played at a funeral?" And yeah. I mean, I guess I just feel bad for the people trying to make the decision sometimes. But I do understand both sides of it. I just thought it was interesting that she did that. I do like, and it's a little different when you're Naomi Judd because. You're like, I want Vince Gill to sing this, and I want um, Dolly Parton yeah. to be there. It, so it's a little bit different where it makes it You're going to have the cooler. actual person sing the song. Yeah, that's, that's a little yeah. different than someone playing it on the church Speaker. speakers. <laughs> that didn't work. Yeah, the person who can't figure out how to connect to yeah. the Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's the worst. What is happening? Yeah. That never happens in a small town church. Oh, ever. man. So there it is. I, I just thought it was an interesting story with uh, Naomi and how her girls really, really, really appreciated it. So yeah. just something, I mean, whether whichever side of it you're on, something to to think about. Making it as easy as possible is great. Yeah, for sure. That one I think everybody sure. can agree with. The, 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 it's probably hard to make a lot of decisions when you're grieving a lot. Yes. Yeah, and then and then you're like, well, i got to get this done, and I don't know, is this right? And oh, man, no, that's not fun. And Kevin show Jay Daniels. Potatoes are great. Potatoes are more versatile. Potatoes are the better of the two items. But huckleberries just sound a lot more fun to be known for huckleberry. Kevin James. Definitely yeah, could more you fun. imagine just like if, let's say, for example, Luke Bryan was here visiting and you gave him potatoes? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. By the way, if you did give Luke Bryan potatoes, I'm pretty sure he has a potato gun and he would have fun with them. When was the last time you've seen a potato gun in action? I feel like they were real hot for a while. Oh, they boy. were. Uh, I think uh, when we worked on the South Hill, we had a potato gun. Did we not? Uh, we did. We Bad idea. We pitched potatoes to producer Bob, who... Get any hits? He did, actually, he believe it or not. Off, he fouled yeah. a couple potatoes off with the potato gun. It was very dangerous. And yeah, that was really bad. Dumb. Don't producer, do that. Old producer Bob, the coach of Whitworth softball, is that still true? Sure. Because he was, for a while, the coach of Whitworth softball. And that he loved softball, and he was into it. And so he said, I guarantee you I could hit one of those. From the potato gun, and that was wow. very fun. And then I do remember that Jay may have shot it at people. He is still the coach, head coach. There it is. Look at that. Some someday when you're done here, you can move on to big things like that too. <laughs> I mean, he's the general manager of the Kalispell Golf and Country Club and head coach of Whitworth. 
There you have it. I'm trying to see what his record is. I want to see if he's a good coach. Oh, good point. Yeah. I feel like Whitworth's good at all sports, aren't they? Do you know that a spud gun can shoot a potato up to 3,000 feet per second? No. World record. Okay, that's not safe. That Ours was not that good. No, but it was still dumb. It was, they, they go so fast. It was. Are you kidding me? 2,045 miles per hour. <laughs> 3,000 feet, 3, feet per second is 2,000 miles per hour. Castle did not get a foul on one of those. No, no. No, no our gun wasn't that good. Might have gone 60. I don't know. Yeah, it was going pretty good. I remember they would explode when they hit the backdrop. Yeah, the dumpster, you mean. That's, That's right. We, the backdrop was the dumpster. Yeah, and it was loud. I had a a flashback this morning, thanks to our good friend Jay. Uh-oh. When he came into work, and it was a little chilly this morning when we all drove in. It's still chilly out right now. It's it's not even past the mid-40s. It's right. chilly. It's nice out, but it's chilly. And you had a sweatshirt on that took me back to a couple of weeks ago when I was at my buddy's house. And I'm I'm sitting there at my buddy's house, and we are minding our own business, watching basketball. There's three of us in the living room, and we hear a commotion outside, a commotion of sound. And the sound is yelling. And oh, I'm, no. I mean yelling. Uh-oh. So my buddies live next to – there's a house next door to my buddies. There's two ladies that live there. And we hear one of, for sure, one of the voices as a lady just screaming. Not like a fun yelling, no. a troubled yelling. Oh, a lot of words that, that, well, all the words we can't say on the oh, radio. Oh, no. And then we hear a guy's voice. So we hear this, and then my buddies go, We're going outside right now. Yeah. Because they live next to these two gals, and it's like, We don't know what's happening, but we're going to. My buddy's like, we're going to get involved if we if sure. we need well, to because yeah, it sounds yeah. very intense. An argument between a male and a female. Yeah, and it's like it's none of our it's none of our we had there was a, a discussion. It's none of our business. But if there's going to be a guy next door who's going to get rowdy, then it sure. is our business. That's, yeah, that's fair sure to be safe. neighborly. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. good for you guys. And, and so they went out. Don't want me in. You okay, think I, I, all right. The guy had it all in right. me. Well, to, maybe you held the door open. Good yeah. for those guys. Good for my tough friends. So they, they immediately, we go out to the front porch. And it's, you know, it's not a great situation. Sure, it's, they're obviously arguing There's about a something. lot of fingers, oh. a lot of outstretched arms. Uh, there's some clothes on the front yard, and there is screaming. Oh, no. Screaming. And That's awkward. The neighborhood, and we're like, uh, so we're kind of open by being out on the front porch. That it will calm things down. Yeah, de-escalate the situation by having other eyes on it. I think that's fair, and that's a good good choice by you guys. And the guy's kind of walking into his car, and we're like, maybe us being out, he'll just get in the car and get out of here. And we can check in and see if they sure. need anything. Because, again, we don't know the full story. We don't know what's going on. But yeah. we just know that it shouldn't be like this. Right. So yeah, that's that's when my friend goes, look at what he's wearing. The The guy who was arguing? Yep. And now, at this point... I will tell you, we have worked for Coyote Country for 13 years, 13 years of Coyote Country. Mm-hmm. We have given away thousands of T-shirts. We've given away thousands of sweatshirts, thousands. I have never one time in my life seen a Coyote Country sweatshirt oh, no. out, oh, in the, out in oh, the open no. besides Jay Daniels. That's it. I have never seen it. I've given away 1,000 sweatshirts. In 13 years, at least. I've never seen one in the open until this night. Oh. When my buddy goes, is he wearing your radio station sweatshirt? Oh, no. And I said, that is a blue. Oh. Bright blue. Oh, Coyote Country so sweatshirt. Too. 
and it's the very first time I've ever seen one in the wild, and this guy needs to get slapped. Oh, man. So clearly she was wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Is that what you deducted uh, from that? Well, if he's wearing a Coyote Country sweatshirt, she must be wrong. Maybe it was hers and she threw it onto the lawn. He picked it up on the way out. <laughs> my buddy's like, is he gonna is he gonna recognize you and come over here? I'm like, no, oh, that's not no, how it works. God. No, he doesn't oh, listen God. to the morning show. Absolutely. That this is the kind of guy who doesn't listen to the morning show. This guy listened to uh, TC. Uh, he'd recognize <laughs> TC for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure he'd recognize TC, but oh, not me. Oh man. And he was I just thought That's rough. This I wanted to go out and be like, Can I swap you? I'm wearing yeah. a Gonzaga, like just a Gonzaga sweatshirt. Greg on Zaga sweatshirt. Can would you mind? It would. Uh, could you wear this one? Ten bucks if you take that. And then sweatshirt Brian Michelson right can deal with it, and I don't <laughs> yes, have to. But like, exactly. I don't want this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't need you to make the news for some big argument, and oh, you're doing man, an interview like, is. "Oh, let's talk to the man who got in the fight." And it's just a big Coyote Country oh, T-shirt on te- television. Slim, a hundred years ago, long before you were part of this little group, back at uh, when it was cat country there was a man who got arrested and he was on the paper and they had him in handcuffs no they had him oh yeah they were walking him to his car and it was a picture i don't remember what the man did but it was in the paper that's not and he had on one of our shirts there was also a bad accident on the freeway one time and they zoomed in on a bumper sticker it and i was like you do you zoomed in on purpose like, for instance, and this is not a great story, but let's bring it up. The ending of the Casey White and the criminal guy. They got the they got the guy. Right. What if he had got out of that car and he's wearing your radio station's T-shirt? Oh, it's terrible. It's not, just the worst. There, I know they right. say there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, that is. That is. That is bad publicity. Hey, Jeff, what's up, buddy? Hey, Slim, I beg to differ. I wore my Coyote Country sweatshirt at the food drive oh, just goodness. last time I came Thank goodness. Jeff? Yeah, wow. Okay, Jeff, I did you not remember redemption. that. I did not. Thank you. Okay, and Jeff's great people. Yes, Jeff, right. Jeff Fisherman, Jeff's great people. It's, it's a top-notch guy. So that this means that it's they are one and one. I have one win. We need to break the And tie. I have one loss. So that's where it's at right now. Me running into Coyote Country sweatshirts. I got Fisherman Jeff on one side. I got Knucklehead Guy on the other right. side. Right, yeah. So I'm, I'm one good one away from tipping the scales in the positive direction. Hey, Jeff, next time we're out somewhere would you and you happen to be in that neighborhood, just keep that sweatshirt in your car or something so you can throw it on if you don't mind. Yeah, I got it from TC. Okay, well, you, now you've ruined it. Course. So did this guy. I, you know, <laughs> good I would like to go on the record as saying this guy got his from TC as well. <laughs> he must have. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. I, I just, I, I looked up and I thought, you've That's got so bad. to be of course, right? kidding me. <laughs> Dude, oh, man. chill out. Like, As your friends are like, this guy's such a jerk. And my and friends everybody's don't. ripping like, on him, and then you look and go, he's wearing our shirt. Literally, 10 bucks listen. if you take that off right, right now. Yes, these friends don't listen. They're not country music fans. These guys aren't. And so what do you think immediately? Well, they just go right into stereotype. Of course. And yeah. I'm like, no, that's, no, 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 that's not how country music people are. Get out of here. You're dumb. You don't understand. They're like, well, look at this. And I'm like, no. You oh. guys are dumb. Frankie on the text line wants to know if I uh, break the tie on the good side or bad side with the wearing the sweatshirt today. <laughs> oh, look at that. Time to go to commercial break. <laughs> We're ready to beat the show. Sorry. Legit question. Man, that is a fair question. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I just wanted you to know. Kevin James. I'm sure they're going, guys, you might want to check that. I'm not sure the shameless one was even me. The Jay and Kevin Show.
on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Still our most awkward moment, right? As a show? Which one? No. No, I think... No, no. No, I think that one's still got it. I mean... The Garth one, it's still... Maybe right. taking the greatest country music artist ever and playing the wrong song in front of him? No. Guarantee the show. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. Morning, Curtis. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you, man? Good. What you up to today? Anything fun? Uh, heading up to Blanchard, doing some tile work. Ooh, what are you tiling today? Uh, walk and shower. Oh, nice. So is that a job, Curtis, or is that something for yourself, or how does that work? Is this actually something it, you get? It's, it's a job. I'm get, a private contractor. Okay. So. Oh, very good. I will never, ever miss carrying boxes of tile <laughs> at apartment complexes up three, four flights of stairs. I'll, I'll, never, I'll never miss doing that, Curtis. I'll hire someone to do that for myself. It's the worst. Attaboy. It's just the worst because you always think, look, I have X amount of boxes to take up. I can all, I can do one more. I can carry one uh, more. And you put that extra box on top, and that is the one that gets you. Yep. And then you get to the top and realize, I have no real place to put these down. Wait, you said you're going to where? Uh, up in Blanchard, oh. a little bit past Spirit Lake. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, well, let's see. I hope you're driving and not carrying all that tile. All right, let's see how we do today. It's okay. all about drinks, Curtis, and okay. now you just have to decide who you're going to challenge, me or Kevin. I feel like Kevin knows a lot more. <laughs> just in general? <laughs> really. What does that mean? It's about drinks. Oh, about know. drinks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. No, yeah. he, he That's fair. Like a drink guy. It's fair. So you'd like to challenge me is what you're saying? Yep. All right, Curtis, well, you start off luck, with a 1-0 win because you're going to do work today. Actual work, so it's a one point. All right, sure. so uh, 60 seconds on the clock. I've got seven questions. Pass if you need to. Best of luck. What is the top drink in, or water is the top drink in the world? What hot drink is number two? Hot chocolate. Which came first, Kool-Aid or Tang? Kool-Aid. What cocktail do you get by muddling sugar with bitters and water, adding whiskey, and garnishing with an orange slice? Old-fashioned. What sports drink was first developed in 1965 and is manufactured by PepsiCo? Gatorade. What coffee drink did you just get if you got an espresso diluted with hot water? Americano. Boy, you are. This is smoke. Uh, What Coca-Cola counter to Mountain Dew used catchphrases, feed the rush and life's a scream? Pass. What is Homer Simpson's beer of choice? Oh, shoot. Uh, bud. And then what Coca-Cola counter to Mountain Dew use catchphrases, feed the Russian life's a scream. All right, time's up. Time's up. Know. Hang on, Curtis. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Uh, you did You did well today. He played well today. Oh. Jay, he played well today. Okay. He played really well. did. And he got the bonus point, so you got to remember, you got to factor that in. Oh, that's right, yeah. And so, like, even, know. like, almost half a bonus point for... Being upset with one of the questions oh, I kept, and going with it. What? Oh, shoot. He he held the beginning of the word, and he Kevin did. and I both tensed up very tightly. <laughs> and then did. he just finished with the OOT, and we yeah. both 
half. That's a half a point. Okay. Oh, He's wow. He's not a radio professional. All right. Very good. One point yeah, five. You know what? That's true. Uh, he gets one point five going in. Oh boy. The yeah. Relief point. The uh, relief half point from Kevin and I. All right. <laughs> uh, Jade, sixty seconds on the clock. Water is the top drink in the world. What hot drink is number two? I mean, coffee. Which came first, Kool Aid or Tang? Oh gosh. I uh, I think I'll I think I'll go Kool Aid. What cocktail do you, do you get it by muddling sugar with bitters and water, adding whiskey and garnishing with an orange slice? <laughs> Vomit. Okay. <laughs> Minus one. What sports drink was the was first developed in 1965? Oh, okay. Well, whatever. What coffee drink did you just get if you got an espresso diluted with hot water? Diluted. Yes, sir. A terrible coffee. <laughs> what? Uh, you want to go with vomit again? Vomit. Okay. What Coca-Cola counter to Mountain Dew used catchphrases, feed the rush, and life's a scream? I don't know. Jolt Cola. What is Homer Simpson's beer of choice? Jolt beer. Uh, oh, he does the... Uh, oh, say it. Uh, Duff beer. Yeah. Nicely done. Oh. At least you finished strong. Oh, my gosh. At least you finished strong. Here's the deal. You ran into a machine today. Really? Yeah, Curtis played hot. very well. Was vomit a wrong answer? We will find out. <laughs> Water is the top drink in the world. The hot drink that is number two is not hot chocolate. It is not coffee. It is tea. That's what I'm drinking it today. What an drinking. idiot yes. today. I'm so stupid. So unfair. I deserve to win. That's an England answer. Yeah. Uh, England, Thank I believe you, I believe there's a I, China, very big drink in yeah. China. The article, I, I read way too much Curtis, of this article. would you like a spot of tea? I look up one dumb question and I'm like, <laughs> let me read everything in the world about tea. Right. Popular in China, it's the most popular in the world. Yeah, totally. a lot of people. Like, yeah, too many people. Which came first, Kool Aid or Tang? You both got this right. Kool Aid, nineteen twenty-seven. Tang, nineteen fifty-seven. No way. So Kool Aid by a while. Wow, Kool Aid smile. It's one to one. We'll work the bonus points in at the end. The cocktail you get by muddling sugar with bitters and waters. How weird that Jay didn't get that. I was really surprised he didn't get this because I feel like it is a drink that he would have. And it has half of him in it. Vomit. Right. Old fashioned. No. And Kevin. you don't have a whole lot of fashion, so. You can do the math there, my friend. It's two to one. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, do you have you ever had an old fashioned? I think I had one. <laughs> my guy. All right, it's two to one, one. Curtis. Yeah. Curtis yeah, I, think I, I think I have had one. You both got Gatorade. You both got Gatorade. 1965. What else am I going to say? Got Powerade. I don't know. Uh, it's but yeah, you guys were just smart. Three to two. Three to two. The coffee drink you get is not vomit, Jay. It's oh, also this was not vomit not. either. Oh, weird. That was as Curtis said, an americano. An Americana. Oh, they dilute that? I guess so. I guess. Uh. Well, I guess you get the espresso shots. Uh, I guess that makes sense. And instead yeah. of just espresso, to make it into a drink, you put hot water in it. I got gotcha. you. Mm, yeah. I'm not that's a still three dollars. I'm not a coffee guy. Good job, Curtis. Four to two. The Coca-Cola. My man. Coca-Cola counter to Mountain <laughs> Dew was not what Jay said, which was Jolt. Great answer. It was Surge. It Oh, that was Surge. Surge. Man, I can remember the can. Surge. I could not remember the name. Uh, Feed the Rush. Life's a story. Yeah, it was a good slogan. And Jay Daniels, way to finish strong. Uh, would not be enough. Too little, too late. Mm. Uh, Curtis said Bud for Homer Simpson's beer. Get out of here, Curtis. Come on, man. Duff. <laughs> Duff beer. Duff man. Duff man is in there with yeah. that. Duff beer is what Homer Simpson drinks. But Curtis, I mean, we had the bonus points in. You had like five and a half points. Very nicely done today. In drink trivia. Yeah, well done. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get you those Cole Swindell tickets. I right. hope you can take some time off work. Maybe your boss could give you a break. I have a mission, though. Yeah, he's his own boss, guys. I See do have I a did question there. for Curtis. Okay, hang on, Curtis. Here's a question. What okay. category of trivia would you have gone seven for seven in today? Oh, gosh. That's a tough question. 
Yeah, it's a stressful question. It I'll really tell you is. that for me, especially uh, right now. Probably like NFL or NBA related. Never mind. It's not going to be stressful for me at all. Tomorrow, we play NBA or NFL trivia. This is going to be the easiest day in the world for me to come up with seven questions. Yes, it will. In fact, I already have beat the show ready for tomorrow. In your brain. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, tomorrow, NBA or NFL easy. trivia, there will be a twist. That's awesome. Curtis, hold on for a second. We'll get you those tickets, okay? Thank you, Curtis. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you, buddy. That was awesome. He did good. What well, did he have? You. A million? Did he say a million points? I, is that what it was? I was so sure he was going to say. Hey, you want a Kool-Aid? Me too. This is a job for Kool-Aid. Hey, Kool-Aid! Oh, yeah. Kool-Aid's here, bringing you fun. Kool-Aid's got thirst on the run. Get a big, wide, happy ear. Kool-Aid's I, wow. I was real sure Curtis was going to say, I would do really well in construction site I trivia. <laughs> I wish, I wish I would have. I this wish is he... a Sean Widmer nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I wish he would have said that. Probably uh, tiling. I would have had yeah, to start making been. the questions now to have seven by tomorrow. And then called Curtis back yeah. to get the last four. Curtis, you got any, anything? made your life easy today. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I'm sitting over here and listening to this. Go ahead, Kevin. Kevin James. Go to the left leg. Go down all the way to the very bottom into the foot. No, not the ankle. Go to the foot. No, relieve the pain. So hang on. You were just telling your med- the, the pain terminator where to where go to go. your foot. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show Stat of the Day. Stat of the Day time brought to you by Zero Res. Maybe someone out there has been looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many places. And as we all know, that song was sang by the great and powerful Mickey Mickey Gilly. Mickey, what? Was that really Mickey Gilly? No, I think that's no, Johnny Lee. J- Johnny Lee. Yeah. There's the okay. Johnny Rich. I they sang saying. it together a couple of times. I think when they were doing Johnny like their, Lee. you know, you sing a song, I'll sing a song, yeah, we'll sing right. a song together. When they were doing the whole Urban Cowboy soundtrack tour, which I think was a real thing for a while. Johnny Lee, of course, as mm-hmm. we all know, also very famous for his hit song, which is called. You Looking want more? You want more <laughs> Johnny Lee songs? <laughs> I just wanted to see if, if you could really, we could really stretch uh, this one out and see if you could name me yeah. another Johnny Lee song because it seems like that's an era where you know one for sure, but it's been a minute. Picking up strangers? Maybe Jay. I don't. I'm gonna have to default to you on my Johnny Lee knowledge. I think picking up strangers because I felt like it was a follow up to looking for love in all the wrong places. All right, we will get you <laughs> one here in a second. Okay, thank all you. All right, but I wanted to let you know if you have, feel like you have been looking for love. In all the wrong places. The rumor is out now, and by rumor I mean study, okay. that over a fifth of Americans <laughs> say that they met their future spouse while on vacation. Pulling a Thomas Rhett. Oh, wow. Going on vacation. Hey, we're on vacation. Dun, dun, Another dun, song dun, dun, by dun, the great dun, dun. Thomas Rhett. Can yeah. you name one of his other songs? No, I cannot. Now take that, Johnny mm, Lee. Thomas Rhett. No, he's like the Johnny Lee of today. Mm-hmm. So Thomas Rhett, the Johnny Lee of today. Uh, do you guys know the song Cherokee Fiddle? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, am I, I sure allowed to play the song? That was uh, that was in the movie, I think. 
Turkey fiddle and a mountain man. We get together the time we can. I think that one's different, yeah. What is that one? That one's Alabama you're thinking of, I think, yeah. Cherokee fiddle. Uh, we'll see if we can get some. I, my, for some Cherokee reason. Cherokee fiddle, I think, for sure was in the movie. Do you believe that vacation is actually a place that people are finding spouses? Because no, no. I believe that to be complete and total. Seems like a lie. That's it why I said rumor, weird. guys. Yeah. Seems like that would. What I, was the number one in five? Yeah. Well, oh, my 20, gosh. Oh, over, Kevin, over 20% of people are saying they found their spouse on vacation. Baloney. You know, when you go to vacation, everyone's mm. from a different place. Well, and how yeah. many people go on vacations by themselves? Right. Like, well, did you go with other people and there's a family and then you met somebody? That right. just still seems pretty rare. I'm trying to think of all the people I know, if I know anybody who's ever met Kevin, I don't know anyone. I know somebody who dated someone for a while that they met on vacation, really? but I don't. I don't. They didn't stay together. Hmm. I, I so mean, not I, spouse then doesn't count. I love the idea. No, it doesn't. I love the idea. I love the fact that if you're looking for love, what a great excuse to take a vacation. Hey, I was listening to the Jay and Kevin show today. Lee's Cherokee Fiddle. They were two-stepping during the movie. Here it comes. feel like it's the first round of American Idol or something. It's no looking for life. Yeah, it's different. It is different. There you go. Heavy on the drums. But what a great reason to go on vacation, right? You can go on vacation. Say, I'm looking for love. Someone's like, why are you going on vacation by yourself? Looking for love. Need to go on vacation. In fact, may need an extra couple days for this vacation. (laughs) I'm looking for love. I wonder if that's more likely to happen in certain locations. For sure. Tropical or Vegas. or A third of people who said they have gone on vacation and met somebody had uh, dated, dated for all. So, Kev, there you go. That's a third. That's up to over 33% of people dated someone. Who they met on a vacation, and then, that's fair. I feel like that could happen. Yeah. And then forty percent of people, and this is why I do not agree with any of this, and I still believe it to be a rumor. Forty percent of people say they stay in touch with someone they met on vacation. Baloney, wow. absolute baloney. Unless it's someone you went on vacation with and didn't know. Yeah, but does Facebook make that easier to do? Like you just. Yeah. Say, oh, that's a good point. You maybe it does. You're in touch. I, you, know you see that's somebody. A really good point. I'll admit, there's a, a guy who is. Yeah, one of our waiters in Mexico, and we got we were Facebook yeah. friends, and we hung out with him a little bit when we were in Mexico. And I'll still I don't really talk to him much, but every once I think he'll say you might happy, see a post or something. Happy birthday, or yeah. I'll just send him a little you know thumbs up on one of his pictures. Does yeah, it really count, but I feel like maybe a little bit. But I feel like people are gonna count it because it makes it sound cool. Yeah, yeah, we still keep in touch with a lot of people we've met on vacation. Yeah. I mean, we're really, really close. What's their name? I don't know. I'd have to look it up on my Facebook If you page. went to the same place all the time, I could see that, right? I don't know their name, but I know their handle. <laughs> That's right. I know how to reach them on social media. Kevin, we went to the same place, same resort for like uh, eight years in a row, and we would see the same waiters and waitresses there. I mean, we would say them, we'd remember their names, but. Yeah, they like, like 1572. I feel like your yep. wife is making them treats for Christmas. <laughs> Kev, for sure, they're getting a Christmas card. For sure. Country.